want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. I get it. I get a really good straight one on there. Normally, I'm like I'm laughing as I do it. It's like <laughs> that, was, yeah. <laughs> that one was nice and straight. I was good on that one. By the end of this, my goal is to go at least 35 minutes of an ant. So, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll make the episode shorter for us. <laughs> episode 38 minutes. Have to put up with all that horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> put enough up. They're putting up with enough of our shit. So it's not that much more. It may be more coherent when it's just one word. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't tell by my obnoxious, I can't even speak now, obnoxious voice and my ands, uh, this is your host, Colton. And this is Chris. And we are back for episode ooh, episode three. Three? Are we through four? Three. Four? Oh, this is four. Yeah. Four. Oh, yes. So we're already getting in there. We're what, a quarter of the way at this point, yep. right? Or a third? Four, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, just about a third. Four, I think right. we're at a third already. Holy shit, it's going quick. I know, right? <laughs> uh, we, so we're back for the um, fourth episode now. Before we get into too much of it, Breaking break, uh, not Breaking Bad. I'm going into a whole other direction. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Where are we at on Game of Thrones? Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I have to go and say, I was wrong. Spoiler alert, if you have not watched Game of Thrones, if you are not on the last season, cut it off for at least five seconds. Yeah. Not a single person dies in that first episode. I know. I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I was positive somebody was going to die. Nobody. None. None at all. How? How did not a single person? I'm, oh my God. I'm (laughs) really pissed off at myself about it, so. Um. And we are recording a little bit late. This episode is going to be coming out a day late. Sorry about that. We had some uh, technical problems and um, scheduling conflicts, uh, yep. but we're going to be back on. So we've even watched episode two now yes. of Game of Thrones. We're not going to go too much into it. How many people die next episode, the third now? <laughs> <laughs> Some, someone's got to go. I, I messaged you. My my prediction is everybody dies. And the next three episodes is just them looking at their bodies rotting, and then that's it. <laughs> well, even well, yeah, we okay, yeah, we'll leave it at that because I don't want to, I don't want to be a spoiler owl here. So no, I'm not going to go into too much, but um, HBO is hitting it hard right now. <laughs> oh so yeah, oh yeah. If you're not getting into it, um, I highly recommend. It's so um, good. You definitely get into this. Um, it is a very good show. Definitely get into it. Yeah. Um, a little bit. Um, uh, one more thing to go over. Uh, one of the reasons we're running late this uh, episode is I did not prepare properly. And me and my beautiful wife, Meg, we went on a little bitty baby moon slash um, vacation. We went down to sunny Miami 
for friend of the podcast, uh, Victor. Um, he has the Digging Dexter and the Digging Six Feet Under podcast. Him and his wonderful wife, Marissa, got married. So uh, I want to do a shout out to both of this. Seriously, congratulations to those two lovebirds. Uh, I was I went to their wedding. I was able to get off. Uh, we don't have kids yet, so we were able to go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, say say goodbye to those yeah. uh, little vacations. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I know you would have loved to have gone, but I imagine the kids was making yeah. it a little difficult. So. <laughs> It was. Uh, I am. I am hella jealous because I, I saw that cooler full of famosa. <laughs> it's my beer. Damn you, Victor. <laughs> he was totally. By the way, he was totally trying to get me to like bring some back. He was like, "No, no, no. You can bring it in this, and you can do this." And I was just like, "Man, I don't know if TSA is going to let me bring it." So right? <laughs> could have like I guess paid him off with it or something like that. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> uh, but it was a wonderful, wonderful wedding, wonderful trip. It was nice to. I'd never been nice. to South Florida, so it's. Um, if I could describe it in one word, it would just be hot as fuck. If I could just say one <laughs> solid word, I thought Houston was bad. That bitch is humid. Really? Oh my oh. god, the heat's Gross. less, but oh god, is that humidity brutal? So gross, so gross. I hate Houston humidity. <laughs> Ugh, it was it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> but Jeez. it was good. It was good. It was a good time. I would def I would definitely go back though. So, nice. um, again, though, shout out to, uh, them, you know, we're, we're so happy for y'all and, you know, all the blessings in the world to y'all for that. Um, so before we get into the episode, anything that you have, anything new? Um, no, not really. Um, just, um, just been hanging out, uh, been busy with, you know, family. We're, we're recording this right after the Easter weekend. So that's why we're, uh, that's also part of the reason we're a little late. We just, yes. been, uh, yeah, just been busy. A lot of stuff going on. And next weekend, no, not this weekend. Then next weekend is. Oh, I'm so excited! Uh, is is my birthday? Yeah, and we may 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 not try to do a special episode. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to. That would be a, that's going to be a mess if we even try that. <laughs> trying to work out logistics. My wife yells at me every time I mention it. So. It probably won't happen, but <laughs> we'll at least get it some embarrassing photos. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and get into the episode. Uh, title of the episode is Bluebell Boy. Yep. Now, did you catch the, the, any name on, on it? Um, I, I did catch that, uh, it says Bluebell and being from Texas, I love to eat that ice cream. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there was no fat pudgy man eating ice cream in this. I was no, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset that, <laughs> that Bluebell was not actually featured in the episode anywhere. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's that's the only thing I got from the name. <laughs> so, um, I had to look this up. It, it, and it does. I, I thought I knew it. I wasn't positive, uh, but I did. I did have to re- refresh my memory on this, and I did look it up. And it is a Mother Goose nursery rhyme, not one of the more popular ones. Um, and it's called uh, Bluebell Boy or Little Bluebell Boy, if I remember correctly, something along those lines. And it's just one of your classic um, nursery rhymes, the Mother Goose ones. And it basically kind of goes in that there's this boy, Little Bluebell Boy, where he's going around. He has these like different chores, but he doesn't do them all the way. And he kind of steals from other people. And oh. it matches in with uh, one of the characters in this. And yes. I think one of the lines, I and I should have wrote, written it down, but I didn't. It goes along the lines of, 
Um, little bluebell boy fetch the beer in the cellar. Little bluebell boy return from the cellar with no beer. Something along oh. those lines. Something along that. I'm 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 probably getting it mixed up, but roughly that was the the lines that they were saying. And I was like, okay, that I see where they're getting the name. So gotcha. Um, it does fit in really well with uh oh, yeah. the the big story of this episode. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, um, Chris, how. How is it that we're on episode four? How would you rate this episode this season so far? Um, I think so far this has been my favorite episode. A lot of a uh, lot of craziness going on, um, and you know we'll we'll get into the details. But uh, I feel like this is kind of um, uh, it, it's a comeback story. Okay. Um, mixed in there it's uh it just it just helps move things along i feel like and i said it before on the uh, earlier episodes that it kind of seemed like there was a lot of filler in I, some of these episodes okay. um there was just longer scenes with not enough information okay. this episode i feel like they almost packed it in like real tight because there was a lot going on all at the same time right I, I, I agree with you 100%. And uh, one of the things I do when I'm researching notes for the show is I'll go on AV Club and I'll go on IGN um, where they were like writing blogs uh, when the episode aired. And mm. on if, if I remember right, if it, I think it was on um, AV Club, the writer on that one said almost verbatim what you just said oh, was yeah? nice. that like they, they were feeling that this that this season was not – filling up like it was just filler and then this episode was kind of like okay why couldn't we get some of this spread out a little bit more like this was like taking a big bite of something that was just so saturated i didn't know what to do with it essentially so um this is also the episode that when this aired um hbo announced at this exact time that it would be renewed for a fourth season so everybody that was watching the show is now kind of in the same boat that you are you know gotcha. where you, you haven't seen the show, but you know, right. like you know, Nucky's not going to die today because, right. like, they, right. they can't kill him off. Because what are they going to do for two more seasons, right? Yeah. So you, you're in a way, you are spoiled more than somebody watching the show that doesn't know absolutely anything about it, right? Right. And so at this point, the viewers at this time period are in the same boat because they know, hey, there's a fourth season. We know that at least, no matter what. We're going to at least have some of these characters, but then obviously in your head, you're like, but who lives, who dies, what, what's right. going to go happen? Are we going to get introduced to new people, you know, and things like that, which, yeah. and I, and I want to get into this in a little bit, but it, it, I think that that was really interesting because some of the notes that people were talking about when they watched this episode was the bluebell boy in this, the kid rolling, you know, everybody was like, oh my God, like, is this a new Jimmy? You know, everybody right. was kind of thinking that. And I, right. I, I don't want to talk about it too much because when we get to this, I'm going to ask you some questions about it. So. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I went into it with the same mentality. Okay, see, and I kind of was wondering because <laughs> I, I know I did. The first time I watched yeah. this episode, I did. And so that's why I was kind of curious what you were going to say. So I'm, I want to ask you about that when we get to it. Right. Um, so I'll go ahead and give the IMBD breakdown of this episode. After tracking down a liquor thief, Nucky and Owen... I'm sorry. Nucky and Daredevil. I was going to say, who the fuck is Owen? <laughs> end up <laughs> spending a long night hiding from the feds with the precautious perp. 
Mickey makes God, man, they're using some big words in this. Mickey <laughs> makes a, a routing call that will be, that will have far-fetching consequences. Capone's Capone's feud with Obanya heats up. So that's yes, actually that that is probably one of the best ones we've had. That is a, like we could literally just kind of talk about that little thing, and that's going to yeah. be enough for this entire episode. So good job, IMBD, on that one. <laughs> that was a first. Um, I have like four or five storylines on this one to talk about. I'm mainly wanting to keep Nucky and um, Daredevil's story for the very end because I think that one that makes up the majority of the story. Yeah, that's the most. Yeah, most of the episode is focused on them. Yeah, and I want to talk first about uh, really Capone and Lucky. I think have some of the biggest stories, so I want to talk about them on the second right. half. I mainly want to just go ahead and start with with Margaret because I feel yeah. that her story is probably the weakest out of everybody's right now. And yeah, yeah, she didn't have a lot of screen time in this episode and um a, it's kind of just pushing pushing her story along. I feel like the last episode where she, you know, finally brought her grand scheme to fruition, that was that was the majority of her story so far. <clears throat> and so this episode, it was just kind of pushing that storyline along with some minor details. I can't agree with you. I cannot agree with you more on it. I, I think that there is so much they could be doing with her story, and I don't know if they're doing a slow build. Yeah, you know, like is is there something between her and the doctor that's brewing? Right. Uh, you know, it, which makes sense. We've seen, you know, with her and Daredevil, her and Nucky. I mean, they they are both characters she's had these little feuds with. You right. know, that something develops out of it. But if it, let's go down this rabbit hole and let's say that her and the doctor are going to be smashing next episode. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a repeat of the same storyline for her. Right. And, right. And this is, and I get irritated and I'm not trying to be like ultra feminist or something like that in this. I feel that she's a very strong character from, especially from the, at season one, this yeah. is a very strong female character. They wrote a really good story for her, even in season season two, for the most part, they did a lot with her character. And now you're turning her just into kind of a little troop of what yeah, it she, used she to feels be. Kind of wasted. That's all. That's it. Like I want to, I want a strong female lead, you right. know, and she's there like 50% of the time. And the other 50%, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what's going on. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, so she's meeting with the doctor and, um, the, the, uh, the nun who apparently right. can't save who vagina. I, I, I'm assuming this, uh, this is like the bishop's kind of supervisor because the bishop went ahead and agreed. Uh, yes. For the prenatal care start. Yeah. They could start these, uh, classes, start uh, talking to women about women's health with, uh, overwatch from the church. And so this is obviously, you know, the church's uh, supervisor of what's going on in the hospital. And, um, yeah, they're they're going over what they what they can and cannot say <laughs> what was it they, in these classes. It says they can't say vagina. They can't right. say pregnant and right. they can't stay, say menstrual, even though right. at one point they're like, well, minstrel's Latin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Pregnant. I I wish I would have read that. Pregnant was uh, with child. That's the only thing that they with can child. say. Yeah. Um, and I don't even remember what. I don't even remember what was the the wording that she said for um, 
oh my god well uh for vagina but it was a word that that even they're like i don't know what that even means like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you're coming up with words that you and me are you and me be book smart so i know right <laughs> i don't even know what the fuck they were saying like i have no clue what i've never heard that word before. i don't even remember what it was i don't remember what word it was um and i don't even remember what they were going to say for minstrel other than it was something like I, I I don't remember. It was horrible. It yeah, was, what did they say? Um, it wasn't even period. Uh, I can't remember. They they mentioned something. I have no uh, clue. Some terminology that just didn't make any damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> and so they come to, I guess, somewhat of an agreement, kind of, not really, to have this class with these wordings, but then the the nun has to sit in on the classes to verify if... They're right, really teaching they're it to actually her. following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want the doctor to be teaching it. We need to make sure the nun's rules are followed. Yeah. And then they're going to be giving away free um, Kotex. And she says, Kotex? <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to give those away. But I like how the, like, the nun like even has like a second guess on it. Like, when they explain what it is, she's kind of like, oh, well, maybe I do want some of these. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, throw some back. And it's like, no, I can't take these. They're from the devil. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, I thought it was kind of funny that she uh, she asks the doctor, like, and are these widely available in stores? And the doctor's like, no. Or no, I think Margaret says that. She's like, no, they're not. So she that's when she kind of, like, tightens up. It's like, if these aren't on store shelves, then this is this is evil. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't know. I... I can't imagine what this time period was like. Like when I see things like this, I'm like, "This, there's no way this is true." And I'm like, "No, this was actually probably." I mean, a, this we, we ran into that with the uh, the the uh, morality police on the beach in the last yeah, season. Yeah, that's true. Uh, giving people tickets for having have an ankle have showing an ankle at show. the beach. Well, to be <laughs> fair, those were sluts, and so <laughs> <laughs> I just. I can't. I don't know. It blows my mind. It just blows my mind that. It, and and it, I don't know. I, I guess it's because I think of 2019, and I'm like, we're so far in the future from this place, and I'm like, wait, we're not even a hundred years from when this thing yeah, was, right. you know. And that's what it, it just blows my mind. And that's what I guess I do like about this show when there's like these nice little flashbacks. Like I said, this could be we could be watching an episode of The Sopranos, but we're not. We could be watching an episode of a Good Goodfellas made for TV or whatever, but we're right. not. It still is these mob, this mob TV show, but it's in this time period, and that's what makes it so enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And because we are getting history with it as well, right, right. You can you can verify these things. You can look them up while you're watching it, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, this is really how this. Shit <laughs> yeah, and I love that about it. <clears throat> yeah, and the only other thing I have on Margaret's story, and it honestly doesn't even. And this is the other thing that pisses me off. It doesn't even matter. Is we find out that the lady that was I I, I completely forgot her name because right I, yeah, the pilot the pilot that was taken off from the beginning has crashed and is presumed dead, right. and Margaret's just kind of like oh well, and I don't know if that means like if there's there's symbolism in it that this is like the crushing of her dreams, you know. I was gonna say I, I don't even think it was an oh well. Uh, just looking at her face, her reaction to it, I think it did affect her quite a bit. I mean, okay, she was kind of using that story as her springboard into what she's doing with the hospital. Uh, that was kind of her, you know, her, her role model, her, her superhero that she was trying to, um, 
uh, embody herself right uh, to try to do something good for other women and turns out that didn't work out like that at all uh, crashed and burned literally <laughs> um so oh, <laughs> sorry. dropping bombs okay sorry sorry <laughs> so um, um so yeah i think uh I, I think that might you know have a bit of an effect on her uh maybe took a hit to the um the ego not even ego but uh to the self-esteem okay know? um yeah i guess i can see that i just i don't i just i feel like I'm trying to say how I can wear. I, I feel like they. I wish they would have maybe focused on that character. Maybe like every episode they had her reading a new news right. article or something. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that would have been. It would have been better. And I, I feel like they used to do that. I feel like in season one there was something that kept coming up, like every episode, some little background story. Because in all honesty, um, I kind of forgotten about. It. And and we right. did, we did a whole break on her. You know, like yeah, I actually did yeah. a break where I researched who she was really based on. I had already, for, I don't even remember her right. name. I'd forgotten about her. Yeah. And I'm not and trying the, to. I, I feel like they're kind of lacking on that. And in fact, we, we kind of mentioned that that was one of the bigger points of why the show is great. I know we've, we just, we just said that, you know, these things really happen. You can look back and, yes. you know, look these things up. But I feel like when you're sitting there watching the show, um, it helps to have something that they call back to regularly. Right. And that happened a lot in the first and uh, in the second season as well, where um, some story just kept coming back and it was just, it was just that little detail that brought you back into the time period. Like yes. You kept, they kept referring to something that brought you back into the time period. I think the first season, it was like the boardwalk. They, they showed the boardwalk pretty yeah, regularly. Right. And, and so it just kind of puts you in the mindset. I feel like you're right. They should, they should have probably been mentioning her throughout so far. I, and it would have been that little detail that, you know, gives you that callback. And I guess maybe where they're going at in this one, you saying that is now like kind of triggering a little bit in me. Maybe part of it is, the, the the flashback to them is the women's suffrage at this time, and that's right. what's kind of taken us in there, which it is taking us in there, but I just I feel like it's just not being used as as well as what it was in previous seasons. Right. You there know? was always like a novelty item, you know, that, that kept coming up that just yeah. was really, you know, really uh, symbolic of the time period that I don't. Uh, they're they're focusing more on the drama, which isn't bad. Right? No, it's, no, no, not at great. all. Um, but yeah, they're they're missing that little, you know, that little thing. Yeah, I agree, and and I and I hope maybe it'll smooth out more as the season goes along. It's just right now, it's just a, it's it's not a bad show. I mean, I'm still wanting to watch the next episode. Right. You know, I could still binge watch this to the, to this day. But right. I'm just kind of like, okay, I just kind of like, especially with working with a podcast, there's more things I'm just noticing and I'm just like, okay, I kind of wish this would have been done a little bit different, but yeah. I mean, th that's what it is. You know, that's, that's just how it is. Uh, so that's all I have about Margaret. Um, did you have anything else to add? Um, no, not really. The only other time that I heard her name even brought up was um, in a, it happened with Nucky's storyline in which, um, when we'll discuss it later, but Nucky ends up going missing for a couple of days, and uh, Eddie oh. tries to call Margaret to find out where Nucky is, and Margaret doesn't even know. Right, like, right. Margaret has no idea where Nucky is, so um, that's the only other thing that, you know, even came up 
with her. <laughs> right, but it, and it, that doesn't even add a lot it to wasn't, her. Yeah, it didn't add anything to her storyline, except that, you know, maybe it adds a little bit more to um, the separation between Margaret and Nucky that's obviously there. Right. But we kind of established that already. Yeah. Uh, so for, with that, we can go and we can talk about Capone, who I really like Capone's story this episode. Uh, yeah. It Capone, my, my first note I even have in this is Capone has matured so much from when we very first saw him in season one. Season one, he's a guy, he's a hothead. He's doing like shots. He's basically cheating on his wife, doing whatever. He's living this gangster lifestyle, right? And now here he is with his son and he's... He's growing up. He's he's not. I'm trying to think of the wording. He's he's. He, I don't really think he's drinking. Like I think he's actually a sober guy at this point. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. But he's he's having a, more of an interest in his son, which I really like. And he's being a dad. Like this is this is kind of the Al Capone that we know of in history. Right. He was a bad dude. Like the fucker will kill somebody. Right. But at the same time, he was also known for you know delivering food to the homeless and he was right. apparently one of the things he was known for you know his son his like we've talked about before his son was actually deaf um he would actually do this thing with his son where capone if i and i could be wrong on this but i want to say he actually played the ukulele like that was a real thing yeah. that he actually did play or no it, not, it was not the, the ukulele i think it was a man- mandolin no yeah that yeah it was a mandolin, mandolin right he i want to say he really did actually play that and he would actually sing to his son with his son holding his throat and i was huh. like that's actually like he was like a dad, you know, this yeah. is a real guy. He actually had a home life. He tried to be a good man, but he was also a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> right. And I, I think um, and, and you know, we find out pretty early on. I think uh, I think it's the first thing he says when we first see Al uh, come on the screen is that um, our, our boy Gran Torino yes. is in Italy. So he's he's out of the picture at the moment. And Al is running the operation. So I think that. Which smoothly, by the way, right? Exactly. It's 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 all running fine, no problems in Chicago. Um, and I think that's a uh, part of the reason that. Um, wait, they are in Chicago, right? I'm not. Yes, crazy. yes, 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 yes. Okay, <laughs> I think that's part of the reason uh, he is he's kind of being forced to step up, and we kind of saw that in the last. I think it was last season that this happened, where uh, Torino told him like. You need to start. You need to start. Stop joking yes. around. Start taking things seriously. And I think that he took that to heart. We yes. kind of saw that in that episode when that happened. So now that he's been left, you know, to run the operation, he's obviously matured quite a bit, and he's, uh, you know, he's taking care of business. He's being, uh, being the man in charge. So yeah. he's he's getting a lot of that. Um, he, he's taking a lot of that into his family life as well. He's being a dad. He's watching over things. He's making sure you know everything is taken care of. Yeah. And we even see when he's at work, like he's kind of an asshole, but he's also like the fun asshole at work. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's making fun of his his coworker, you know, his underling or whatever. You know, the guy, the guy, he apparently smells really bad. Yeah, <laughs> but there, you can also see like the guys, like he has a sense of humor about it as well. Right. Like, you know, that he he says something like like, uh, "What would your wife say?" or was something like that. He's like, "Why didn't I marry Mister So and So?" Yeah, you know, like he's he's got a sense of humor. They're they're going back and forth. They're like, it's like two friends making fun yeah. of each other, yeah. right? But then the guy gets, 
is is also a courier and he's picking up money for uh, their operation. Right. And he gets jumped by one of Banya's uh, guys at at one of their bars. At one of right. their bars, Banya's guys at one of their bars jumps him and like cold cold cocks him behind right. the, the head and there's he kicks him literally kicks him while he's down and stuff like that. And he's, which was nice, honestly, like not not the beat down, but um, the Banyan came up because uh, it's been it's been a while two since I heard his name. Yeah, it's been about two episodes. We haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Two, he was in the first episode uh, when Agent Michael Shannon had his run in. And I think that was it. I mean, he came to he showed up to talk to. No, yes. that was first episode, too. First episode. Second episode was where. No, that was George Mueller. Whenever. um the the flower shop because it was New Year's yeah. it was New Year's so that was yeah. that's we haven't seen him second episode and we haven't seen him third episode okay yeah I thought so so it was kind of nice to hear his name again because obviously that means that uh, Agent Michael Shannon will will be coming into our lives a little bit more oh I pray but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I think uh, it, it's important to note that uh, O'Banion's guy was ripping on him for the same things he was calling him you know a fat slob you you smell whatever right he was was making fun of the dude while he's beating the shit out of him which is just adding insult to injury right it's kind of the thing like you can make like i can make fun of uh this person you know like you and me we can fuck around with each other or something like that but then like if you and me are at a bar and somebody says something that i would exactly say to you but this guy's not a friend or he's not there. It's going to be like, dude, what the fuck are you saying? Like that's exactly there. You don't, there's no respect and stuff like that. Like Capone's making fun of the guy, but Capone also respects him. Like if he didn't respect him, he wouldn't be trusting him with all that fucking money. Right. And he even tells him like, before he even says it, he's like, dude, I love you. But you fucking stink, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but take a shot. What is he called? He says you smell like sardine twats or something. Like yeah. That. <laughs> but, there's that mutual respect. It's just, it's, you don't, you can't fucking do that. And this guy then takes it over the top by beating the shit out of the guy, you yeah. know? And then we get to see the iron hammer that is Al Capone yeah. bringing down mighty vengeance on this poor bar. <laughs> well, and, and, um, again, uh, the reason I brought up the fact that he was getting, <clears throat> he was getting made fun of, um, you know, we were talking about Al Capone's son earlier. Um, yes. And, you know, we we see that his son is actually staying home from school one day. I think it's like the same day. Uh, and it's because he got bullied and beat up by somebody at school because, yes. you know, he's deaf. And right. So and kids are ruthless. And so, um, yeah. you know, they cut his face. Uh, you know, they punched him in the face or something like that. Yeah. So Al is already on edge. Like this dude, he's already is sensitive not... to people making. He's already sensitive to the to the quote unquote the weaker, right? And he's he is not okay with bullies right now. And no. we kind of get a sense of that when the guy, um, his his boy, uh, Doe Boy, what is his name? I don't <laughs> I don't remember his name. I wish <laughs> the I <did>. courier. Um, <laughs> he comes into the bar after getting his ass beat by O'Banion's man. He he goes into Torio's place and starts telling Al like look I, I got beat up by this dude and he was making fun of me and when he says that like it turns back to where Al was standing and he's gone <laughs> like just just mentioning the fact that this asshole was making fun of me 
sets him off because he's still got he's sensitive because of his son Mm -hmm. so i mean it kind of goes further to show that like he's he's very much um he wants to be involved with his son's life he feels bad that his son was bullied and so now he's gonna go fucking taken out on this guy and he was that bully two seasons ago right right exactly you know he was that bully and i think that he realizes that now that he's sober yeah where you and and you you realize this even getting older. There's things I look about I, I look back on, uh, you know what I did ten years ago, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm an asshole, you know? Like <laughs> like there's certain things, every, and everybody does this. Everybody, you know, you look back on certain things where you 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 wish you had done something different, you know? Like you I had don't. what? No, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's. I think that's even a part of his mind frame in this. Is he's like, no, he was like, I was this asshole. I'm not gonna let somebody else do this to my kid, you right. know. And I'm not gonna let somebody else do this to my friend. So he's basically, exa- well, exactly what you're saying. He's out, kind of defending the the trying to defend people that are the quote unquote right. weaker, you know. Right. And and like you said, um, that's actually very reflective of who Al Capone was in real life. He did, he did horrible things, but he was right. always looking out for his neighborhood, for his, you know, his, his people, people, his people. That, yeah, yeah. That was it. You know, I'm not here to try to defend Al Capone. Trust me. Like, right. like the guy was a horrible, horrible person. Right. But there were still certain things about his life. And this is, these are real documented things that he really did. You know, he, yeah. there were certain things he did for his people, you know, the Italians and especially in Chicago and stuff like that, where, he killed he was in charge of the slaughter of people but he also yeah. helped out a lot of the poor people oh, as yeah. well yep and he he doesn't even so he's at this bar meets up with uh Ban, oh, Banya's dude and doesn't even beat the shit out of the guy he ba- he murders this dude straight yeah. up like when he, I thought he was going to stop. Like he, <laughs> he just keeps punching and punching and punching and punching until the dude's on the ground. I thought that was it. Then he starts kicking and kicking and kicking and kicking the dude. I thought that was it. <laughs> then he picks up a fucking bar stool and starts smashing the dude's head in. So when you listened to this episode, so I didn't get it the first time. The second time I watched it, when you're watching it and he picks up that bar stool. I swear to God, I had the TV on kind of loud because there was some stuff going on outside of my condo. So I had to have the volume up a little bit. When he picks up the bar stool, there's somebody in the background that goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it when he does that because I was just like – because you hear people like doing like gas. Like it's like – I don't even think it's like real people. It's like the audio gas you know, yeah. on a TV show. But I really think there was somebody on set that was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it when he does that, and I was just like, some like boom mic operator guy. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> like, it was something. Along, it was either they either say, oh no, or they was like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> Dude, I was dying, and I was just like, oh god, that's because they're like. He's, you know, that that end of that bar stool is making contact with that dude's dome, yeah. and bouncing off of it, and <laughs> he's yeah. like. And it, you're, you're done. Bro. He's done. His <laughs> eyes are just glossed over the last we see him. He's fucking throwing money. Yeah. He says, uh, "Pay for his funeral." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to say it's badass. Over here making it rain. <laughs> right, on his way out. Right now, Capone. I kind of like. He's kind of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So from from that point, we were seeing Capone is, and we've already mentioned this. He goes home with his family and he sings a song with his son, which is kind of like how the, also the episode ends. But I mean, we can go ahead and talk about this little part. Mm-hmm. He has a nice little moment with his son where see, we see yeah. he's reconnecting with somebody that you know it was bullied. That was the weak quote. Right. Like I'd say the. And I don't mean that somebody that's deaf is weak, but how he's viewing it, somebody that's a weaker person that needs right. defending. And that that's... Well, and I, oh, go I ahead. also go feel ahead. like it was kind of a... He, he was making up for um, what he did a little bit earlier. You know, I said that um, his son was getting bullied and there was a there was a short moment where he was trying to, I guess, toughen him up. And so he's trying to teach him like, oh, you need to, you need to fight back. You need to hit me, hit me. And you know, he's, he's pushing on him to, to, to toughen up, toughen up, uh, until he ends up starting to, you know, his son starts crying. And of course he feels terrible after that point. Right. And then he goes and gets retribution, uh, for his friend, uh, the courier, uh, kind of, um, with that sentiment still in his head. And then of course we get the scene of, of, uh, him trying to make it up to his son by, you know having a a quieter uh you know alone time with his son uh where yeah they they share this moment where he's you know singing to him and it's a it's a really nice scene like you said yeah. like you said earlier it's i i really really liked his character a lot in this episode i yeah i i, I could i can't agree with you more on that i agree um it was really nice to see that and i think part of it was also He's doing that because I think he wants his son to know that he's teaching him how to fight, but it's because he loves him. You know, he's like, I don't want you to get picked on. Like, I don't think he regrets doing that with his son, teaching him how to fight and being that like kind of harsh with him, I guess. Sure, sure. But he also wants him to know, like, I I love you, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's that's all I had. Did you have anything else on the first no, no, not really. That that covers just about everything for yeah our first half, I guess. Okay, uh, that's all that I have for this first half. So uh, we're going to go on a quick little break, and we're going to learn about uh, the history of sanitary wipes. So and Kotex. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to learn a little bit about that. It's actually some interesting history. And when we come back, we'll do a little more chin wagging. All right. <laughs> Keep that part in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. I am going to leave that part in, actually. Uh, we're back. And for this one, we're going to be talking really just about the Nucky and Daredevil story with um, Eli's little, yep. st- little, little slash big story that also yeah. is going on. Um, so... I'm just going to start honestly with the beginning of the Nucky and uh, Owen slash with Daredevil storyline. Um, so we do find out now. Did this kitchen? Because we haven't seen Katie in a while. So Daredevil is right. back. 
smashing with Katie. Yes. Was that a surprise to you? Yeah, a little bit. I, I did not think she was going to be coming back for anything. I thought, um, well, you know, there, there's a whole fucking right. thing with Margaret and, and Daredevil. And I thought that was going to, you know, get bigger and maybe it will still, but it was surprising to see Katie back right. in the picture. And so they're having their little thing. Um, yep. We're seeing now that he, they get a call. Uh, uh, Daredevil gets a call that he needs to be um, at the uh, shipping area from Nucky because there's something going yeah. on. And Nucky's obviously pissed off about like what's happening. Right. And, Owen, in all honesty, Owen's kind of not. Owen, I'm sorry, I'm I'm saying the wrong names here. Daredevil. Yeah, sorry oh, about that. Daredevil. Okay. Daredevil obviously is not taking Nucky very serious at this point. Because right. he says that he has to go, and Katie's like, "Oh, you don't have to go. Let me just blow you real quick." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, while he's on the phone with Nucky, exactly getting getting blowies, <laughs> and you can tell that this is obviously coming back now on on Daredevil. You know where it and, and Nucky as well. Right. I mean, Nucky's obviously taking it seriously at this point as well. Where it's not, I, I well, so okay. I don't want to get it too too deep yet. So they meet up at the uh, the, the shipping area that. What's been going on? The big thing that they're talking right. about is that the uh, sheriff dumbass has been burned alive by possibly an accident. We're not right. for sure. We're for sure it wasn't right. an accident. But <laughs> they're now being told that they are to no longer go through Tabor Heights; that they have to go through back roads. And right, Owen shows a, a Daredevil shows up late to this meeting, and. Fucking Nucky is pissed. He's just like, you had one thing to do at this point. Their whole business venture is on the line here because Rossine doesn't want his shipments early. He doesn't want his shipments late. When you tell Rossine the delivery will be on this day at this time, he expects the delivery on this day at this time. Exactly. And so Nucky's not having it because he doesn't want to deal with Rossine's wrath anymore. And Daredevil's kind of fucking up. Um, and yep. it doesn't make the matters easier whenever Nucky tells them to go around Tabor Heights and then <laughs> fucking Mickey Doyle's first response is to fucking look at Daredevil and be like, well, how are we supposed to do that? And I actually like what Nucky says. Nucky says, the fuck you asking him for? <laughs> yeah. And even, yeah. even Daredevil's like, oh shit, dude, like you're going to get me killed because. Yep. Yeah, there's there's obviously a power struggle um, currently going on, at least in in Nucky's head. Um, I I don't know where Daredevil actually stands in his own mind. Like, if he thinks that he's you know gaining power and that maybe he's taking care of things, I feel like Daredevil is still um, at least. I mean, he's I still say, loyal to Nucky. I don't it think seems he. Like. I don't think he wants to take from Nucky. I don't think I think he wants he wants to move up and I think he wants more, but I don't think right. he he Jimmy wanted to be Nucky. Owen doesn't yes. want to be Nucky. I don't think. At least right. not yet. 
now that you say that, uh, that makes sense. Nucky is on edge because he's already had somebody try to accumulate all the power. His, yeah. his right-hand man was trying to take over his position. So I understand where Nucky's coming from. But I don't... Uh, Daredevil is not the guy that wants to take that away no. from him. I don't think. Maybe in the future, we'll we'll right. see, I guess. But... Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you said that, and it, it kind of brought to mind the fact that Nucky's on on edge. He's he's got his walls up. He's not really ready to let somebody in as close as he did with yeah, Jimmy. Exactly, yeah, exactly. He's definitely not. <clears throat> and it's a sh- it's a sh- it's really show. Nucky's like kind of like it, his. I want to say it's like he's just in a bad mood, but it's more than just a bad mood. But it's like every little thing is showing. Like he, every little thing that could remotely snap at him, like and get him on edge, is getting him on edge. Eli wants to talk with right. him, and it it doesn't work out. He's just like no. He's like, right. what is it? He even says uh, at one point um, something along the lines uh, to Eli because Eli just wants to talk to him. It's like, look, like you know, I'm here to like help out. Like, like let me prove myself. And he's and even Eli even says like I went to prison for you and Nucky's response is you going to prison was the last gift I'll give you, like that's some yeah. harsh shit to say yeah. to your brother. I mean he's uh we we've said it before he's he's gone full <laughs> gangster. Nucky is definitely gone full gangster at this point. He's not taking shit from anyone. He's not trusting no. anyone. He is he's playing everything real close to the chest. And um, yeah it it you see that especially um in the same meeting uh daredevil mentions that nucky asked him to kind of take care of everything because nucky can't afford to be linked with any of this at the moment like he he instructed daredevil to be taking care of the business because i can't have my name attached with this so that's what daredevil's doing but then even then, Nucky's like, what the fuck are you mm-hmm. doing? Like, like he's he's obviously very skeptical of uh, of Daredevil's loyalty to him. Which I don't blame um, him. Because, I mean, he just, yeah, he just had to waste his last right hand yeah. man. So. <laughs> and, and I think that in half of it is also, he's also being haunted by his last right hand man as well. Oh, yeah. So I think we're getting yeah. a mixture of one, somebody that's on edge. Like, I don't think Nucky's... Because it's not showing him like binging, drinking, and things like that. But he's obviously not sleeping well. No. And so you've got right. a guy that's already right. tired. He's already on edge, and he's also dealing with some really fucked up like mental issues right now because of what he's had yeah. to do. And then you throw in this power struggle in a game where anybody can die at any moment. You know, right? I I, I kind of get where Nucky's coming from. You know, um. Uh, and I think, and I think, in the, the downside to Owen is I think Owen gets where Nucky's coming from, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So he's kind of like, I yes, could say does. the wrong thing at the wrong time because one, I've been fucking this dude's wife, and two, <laughs> yeah. that's what I, I think. That's the real crux there is that he knows that he has something um, that Nucky, if he found out, oh, I mean, that would be god. Mind. I mean that would be fucking horrible yeah. for Daredevil, and I think that's a. I think his guilt is uh, definitely riding on this whole situation. He's he's tiptoeing because he knows that that will that will explode all over his face if that comes yeah. to light. No, ab- absolutely. Um, 
and so we find out that their big thing right now is they're wanting to uh they, they need to go and find this um a Roland uh Ro- Ro- Roland Smith. They have to go find Roland Smith, who was, if you remember from the episode one, the guy that he um, had shot and killed. First time we see Nucky at the beginning of the season, that was the driver. And so they're going to find Roland at his stash house, whatever you want to call it. Um, They have one of the agents go out there. And I like how this is like even showing who (laughs) Nucky is because the agent even says something like along the lines of, um, like, well, why haven't you done this? And or, or, or why did I not know about this earlier? And he's like, oh, I just found out about it from one of my other guys, one of my other agents. And he goes, he goes, okay, so another, uh, another one of y'all or something. He goes, yeah, but he's cool. Don't worry about it. And he's like, so you mean he's corrupted? Like, no, he's like not right. hiding at anything. And even the even that agent is like, no. oh fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, and um. I- I feel like it probably will come up that the agent that he's talking to is Agent Michael Shannon's old partner. Uh, I I don't know why I, I feel like that might be a, a detail that's going to come up later in the in the season. Maybe not, but which one? Which one? Uh, which guy. which partner? Agent Michael Shannon's partner that he he went to lunch with, and that was who he lunch. was just talking to. Yeah. That, oh, that's I mean. okay, okay. Like, that's the agent that he's talking to, um, and like I said, I they, from what I could tell, it didn't really have any bearing in this episode. But the fact that, that he is still around, he is still Nucky's contact. That dude has something to do with something okay. in the storyline going forward, because uh, he's the one that you know is is telling Nucky all about the stash house and right, giving right, right. all the information from Philadelphia. Um. Right, no, absolutely. I I I, I agree. Uh, so they're there, and we finally get to meet um, uh, uh, Roland. And so now, were you yeah. surprised when you first see him? I mean, um, he he didn't seem to be the type uh, to be, you know, stealing liquor and well, keeping a stash house literally stocked to yeah. the ceiling. With with crates and crates of liquor, I mean, th- th- this house is fucking like. There's hallways made out yeah. of just these crates, like whole room that you can't get into rooms because it's <laughs> literally just boxes and crates of booze. Like that is my yeah. dream home. So <laughs> <laughs> I could retire. That would last me at least <laughs> at least six weeks. So uh, yeah. <laughs> at least a week or two. <laughs> but I mean, did it surprise you when like how young he was? Like, were you expecting that, or were you yeah. like, oh, yeah. were you just like, oh, okay, I can see it, or were you like, oh shit, like this guy's? No, no, it was very surprising considering. I mean, this guy's been kind of a ghost um, the, throughout these couple of episodes so far. Um, you know, they've been looking for him. They've been trying to find this guy who just judging by everyone else that they have found so far in this, in right. this series, I thought it was going to be an older person. So we have this like more, the same age as the uh, guy that he, that he shot at the beginning. Right. Right. Uh, I thought it was going to be more of a, Oh, character. okay. 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 Like <laughs> a little bit more well-established, a little bit older, somebody like that. But no, it's just this young fucking farm kid, like this broke, broke no. looking little kid yeah no th- th- exactly that's I mean, and, it, and he does like 
we've already hinted it. He kind of looks like Jimmy, like yeah, kind of the yeah. same haircut. Way, way no, too pretty. <laughs> He's a very pretty boy. <laughs> in fact, in fact, while we were watching the episode, Beth said that she she was like. Oh, wow. Yeah, that dude's way too pretty. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's no Mickey Doyle, but he is a good-looking fella. So, <laughs> uh, so we we get introduced to him, and there's the big raid with the other ATF agents that are being bought off by um, uh, uh, Waxy, Waxy Gordon's group. And yes. they come in, they are now taking over the house at this point. Uh, Nucky and Daredevil and uh, Roland, they go and they're down in the in the basement. And basically, this is the majority of our episode, is them in the basement and hiding. Right. And right. now, I, I really hate doing this. I'm going to stop right there because they're in the basement because we forgot to mention a very important storyline. Uh-huh. And I want I really do want to talk about it because I feel that this is going to come up later on. So we're going to stop really quick uh-huh. with them being in the basement because in the show they kind of bounce around about this and I'm very sorry, audience. Sure. We need to talk about Lucky because we completely forgot to mention Lucky yes. in the first half. Lucky as a very big, very big, small story, and I do want to talk about it. Yes. Nucky and Lansky are... They're doing their their stuff with heroin and mixing laxative with heroin and stuff like that, which I imagine yeah. has a nice creamy <laughs> texture, which is amazing. So, oh but, but they also shit their pants before they die. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, so they have their their little booming empire going, and Lucky gets summoned. Which to this is a huge deal in the the, the Italian mafia. You get summoned. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. It's you're going to go. It, you may very well die. Yeah. That could be a very well thing that you are going to die at this. And you know it's – and he even yeah. knows. What is it? Uh, uh, Lansky even says, like, don't sit by a window. Like, they know, like, there yeah, is a yeah. very good possibility that Lucky is going to die at this meeting. Right. And and I think um, they both know at this point once he does get summoned that um, the reason he's being summoned is because they're pushing H in certain territories. That, you're not supposed to push it. You know – they're not supposed to be pushing it in. I mean, they, and they know that, and that's, they know that's why Lucky's being summoned uh, by one of these bosses. And they kind of have that conversation saying that, well, uh, let's, let's settle for five five in the the territory. Right. 5% in the territory of our cut of the, the heroin sales just to make them happy. So that's, that's the whole reason that he's even going is because they know they're doing something wrong. And, they know they have to settle with this person in order to continue doing business. Right. So we see that um, Lucky has, he's been sum- summoned, and um, I cannot pronounce this guy's name, so I'm already going to apologize. I'm going to go ahead and pronounce <laughs> it as Maserati. So. <laughs> <laughs> Torino, Gr- Torino, no, we have Gran a Torino. Maserati. Maserati. So. <laughs> Victor from the uh, digging. I am very sorry. You can go ahead and correct us whenever you listen to this. Um, we have a Maserati. If you if you haven't noticed, we're gonna just go ahead. And yeah, keep it doesn't matter. Maserati you can correct us on, all the so. way. So he meets with Maserati. <laughs> Wouldn't it be bad after? Does he have like the Maserati tattoo like on his arm? <laughs> 
No, it'd be on his neck. Oh, because it's that trident. Isn't the isn't the Maserati oh, the trident? Go. Yeah, it'd be like on tattoo. his neck, dude. I would have a sit down with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he is a meeting with Maserati, and they're basically going over. It's what Nucky's had to deal with the last like two season and basically what I assume Nucky's had to deal with ever since he's gone out of his own is do you stick with the Italians or do you stick with the Jews? Cause Nucky is playing. Right. He's not. A, and, and, and I really hate saying it this way, but he's not following in with his people and they, and they say this, you're going with, a, no. he says like the backstabbers, you know, you don't, you don't want to try. And at this time, obviously, you know, the Jews were not a trusted people. They didn't, nobody trusted, especially Italians, right. Italians and the Jews, they did not get along. And Nucky has taken sides with the Jewish mafia versus the Italian mafia. Right. And they've kind of, I guess, like they've learned to deal with it, but obviously they don't like it. And sure. they have a meeting over what they're going to do. Now, before I get into that meeting, one of the things I love about this scene, and this is just even isn't even about the story; it's about the filming. But I want to get your take on this because I mm-hmm. know you personally. Okay, I really like this scene. How? When they're talking, they're going back and forth. I really like the I like, like the lines they're using. I like what they're discussing and things like that. I thought it was interesting. They go in and out of Italian. And I know you yeah. you are fluent in Spanish. And I know that you yep. hate going in and out of Spanish. That you can't stand when people do like half English and half Spanish. You've or you've said it gets it gets, it gets confusing to I, you. It can. I, I honestly, when I speak to my mother, that's how really, and that's why, like, even watching the scene, it didn't. I like we watched the scene all the way through. We didn't stop or anything like that. Um, and even while we were watching the scene, because I, I've said it before, Spanish, um, all the all the Latin based languages are right. very similar. Um, and I can understand a little bit of Italian. Because uh, of course, I, you can. I'm pretty fluent in Spanish. <laughs> And so, <laughs> and so, um, even watching the scene, it really just it flowed really? very well for me. Like the the parts that they said in English, they said in English because it was mostly for the audience, but it was the poignant parts of the conversation. It was, I like I said, I that's how I speak with my mom. My mom will be speaking Spanish. I'll be speaking English. Uh, we'll switch back and forth every once in a while. It just kind of flows, and the, the important parts are said in the language that both of us understand the most. Like, okay, just the banter is just whatever. So, I actually really, really like the way they did the scene. It it felt very true to life. I feel like that's absolutely the way that conversation See, I could have would have gone. I remember you telling me one time that you cannot stand when people are talking in English. Or maybe it's half sentences when they start a sentence in English and then they end it in Spanish or something. I, you would. I think it's that. I think it's that. It's yes. Okay. So uh, the thing is, like, uh, especially here recently, in uh, probably the last five to ten years, um, the the Spanglish and the there's been a lot of mixing of the languages. That maybe I that's what like. it is, but. Uh, yeah, it, it gets really annoying um, whenever you you're trying to have a conversation and and certain words are mixed and matched. I don't okay. like that. But if you're having like full sentence conversations, 
once you start a sentence and you finish the sentence in a certain language, that's fine. The next sentence can be a completely different language. And uh, as long as it's not like mixed up so much that it, it gets confusing and annoying the way that they filmed it. I feel like was okay. very true to life. I, I feel like that conversation absolutely would have happened. That's like I said, that that's really? how I talk to my mom. Okay. <laughs> that's me and my mom have that exact conversation. No, cause I like it. No, I, I was going to, I love that scene. That scene to me is so good. Like, um, I, I can't go, I can't go into it. I love it because it, it, I think that the more minute details are in, like what you're saying, the more minute details are in Italian, but the bigger, more extreme details are going to be in English. And especially the more prominent wherever he's sitting there saying it like out loud, especially with you have Maserati even like talking in English on certain things where he says like at one point he's talking and he says that – um you can take the uh the the cut and you're in this, but then he says no. He goes um the whole area or something along those lines. I really like that. So I I I see what you're saying. There's certain things that even Maserati said where I was just like, and obviously English is his second language, and so there are certain things that he said where you're like, okay, he's saying that and it's supposed to be a powerful thing when he's saying it in English. But then there's certain things in Italian that he's saying where it's just like it's still building that story along and I, I i like it i like it a lot so that's just I, I that's what i like i like the whole conversation and yeah and I, there's not an ending which i really like we don't know exactly right. what's going to happen at this point we don't know if, if they're going to go to war if they're going to come to an agreement we have no clue at this point and it, it did um and just as a, another little detail it did add a lot of tension to the scene um the fact that Lucky was forced to sit by a window, right? <laughs> like I was, I was expecting at any moment for gunfire to start. But um, it, well, even it, it shows didn't... at one point because with, with the one like Hinchman that's eating like pasta next to him, like just kind of looks out the window and Lucky's yeah. like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, Lucky's like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> <laughs> but funny, I feel like they're like sitting over there, kind of like you do with your dog. You just kind of like tap on something. You're like, "Huh." <laughs> 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 Um, I liked it. It was a really good scene. That was probably yeah, was. one of my, that was definitely in the top of this episode. It, it doesn't add a lot to the episode itself, but it's definitely opening up for, we see that there's going to be some stuff happening a- after this. Right. Right. And so, like I said, we're, we're jumping around and I am really sorry about that. Uh, but now we can go back to Nucky in the basement with, uh, Roland and with Daredevil. Right. So um, most of the time they're in the basement. There's not a lot to talk about. They're kind of just reminiscing about some things. Um, Roland is kind of pleading his case with Nucky. Him and Daredevil are kind of having their little moments where they're kind of like, okay, maybe we, I can forgive you. Yeah. And things like that. Um, but there's not a lot to really add to it, I feel like, until the very end. Um, uh, unless yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. Like, I, I think the only thing that I, I picked up from, from their interactions is that, um, Roland keeps a very cool head, even in this oh, ridiculous absolutely. situation. Like, um, they're all trying to, you know, get some sleep and Roland is fast asleep while Nucky and Daredevil are, you know, wide awake reminiscing and stuff like that. And they even bring that up. Like, I can't believe this fucking kid is sleeping right now. Right. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> he keeps uh, he nothing seems to bother this kid. No, it, it's pretty amazing. No, and and that is showing, and it's kind of like Jimmy in a way. Like right. some of those aspects are kind of like Jimmy would always keep a cool head, you know. Right. And even wh- while they're raiding this house, because I mean, the reason they're stuck in the basement is because the 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 Philadelphia, and that's the other thing is that, um, you know, the thing that struck me a little bit about this entire situation is that the federal agent who was uh, the ex partner of Agent Michael Shannon, he mm-hmm. mentioned that. He got this tip from his boys in Philadelphia. Yes. And turns out it's the Philadelphia uh, Treasury agents that are raiding this house. That struck me as odd. Oh. Because it's like, wait a minute. I actually didn't catch that. Did this agent have something to do with the setup? Like, did, did he know something was going down? I don't know if that's the case, but it kind of struck me as odd. I actually didn't catch that. Uh, but either way. Uh, Philadelphia agents are raiding this house and they're emptying it of these just stacks and stacks of booze. So they're stuck in the cellar for two days almost. I yeah. mean, uh, well, no, no, no. Uh, one day, w- one day total. Okay. 20, day he total. mentions that at the very end. They would, but I mean, 24 hours awake in a cellar. That's shitty. In a flooded cellar at that. A flooded cellar. I'm pretty sure I heard like rat noises and shit too. And mind you, that's that's them stuck there. They've already they went down there at night. Yeah. So they've been down there. They've been awake at this point like thirty something hours. Yeah, exactly. That's a long fucking time. So that that shit sucks. That shit real sucks. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I mean, in this horrible situation, Roland's over here taking a nap. (laughs) No big deal. Um, and I think that uh, that kind of made an impression on both uh, Nucky and Daredevil uh, about his character. So that was kind of a that's that's pretty much the only big, big thing that I that I picked up from that um, that entire time that they were in the cellar. Right. And so after this is over with, they go up, they're upstairs <clears throat> and he, he Roland even says something along the lines of um I'll get you. I have some eggs and bacon in the uh in, in the in the ice box or something right. like that, which eggs and bacon sounds amazing. So it does, <laughs> and and I you know it's it's kind of funny. It's uh, I kind of tied that with again. Uh, he seems to be uh, mentioning eggs and bacon. That's inadvertently kind of tying at Nucky's heartstrings because so far in two episodes before. That's what he's been cooking up, and he's had dreams of frying he's a bacon. Bre- he's a like, breakfast man. Yeah, he he loves him some fucking fried up uh, breakfast. So, um, you know, it was just another little detail that I was like, oh shit! Like uh, this dude, uh, he's he's definitely making his way into uh, Nucky's good graces right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nucky was obviously super psyched about getting some eggs and bacon. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, eggs and bacon is always the I best. Mean, that's, that's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, at this point, okay, uh, not even to get into what what is about to happen. So at this point, what do you see for, what do you do in your, when you're watching this, you're, you're this is your first time watching this mm-hmm. Como. What did you see happening? I mean, I thought he was going to take, um, well, 
And uh, I- I'm sorry, we we did skip over one little thing. Okay, okay, yeah, go ahead. That I don't feel is going to be little in the long term, but while they're in the cellar, Roland starts uh, telling Nucky and Daredevil about his system and how he gets around anyone seeing him sneaking booze through. Because this guy is obviously very good at sneaking Oh, booze. with the, um, the license plates. With the license plates. And it just so happens that Nucky is having trouble sneaking booze right now through this area. So he devolves all this information, tells him how he's getting his booze through without being caught. Um, he's just really making a good case for himself. Um, and again, it, it's just playing to Nucky really making a good case for him to join his his team, which is what I thought was going to happen. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're having this conversation, and in my mind, absolutely, Roland is the next step up. At least, maybe not Jimmy level, but at least um, as, a, as a good foot soldier for, for Nucky. Okay. Now... Okay, so there's that. When they're going upstairs, like mm-hmm. this is the point they're going upstairs. What did you see for? Ha- what did you foresee happening? Um, exactly that. I thought. Um, I thought he was going to start working for Nucky. I thought he okay. made a real good. He he built a strong case for himself. He aced his resume. His his interview. Um, okay. Yeah. Here here's a here's a new character and. Like I said earlier, Beth mentioned when he first showed up, it's like, oh, he's too pretty. They're, they're, he's obviously going to be part. <laughs> he's going to be part of the crew now because they got too good looking of an actor. <laughs> right. No, he is. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes upstairs and they have like a little conversation about what's been happening and stuff like that. Now, at, or at, at this point. It's going on, and Nucky's already. Now, did you catch this? Now, this is kind of my now. And amazingly enough, th- th- I caught this, and so I could be I could be thinking too much into this, right? This could be Colton's mind is just going too much because I'm I'm working on a podcast and all that, <laughs> right? So I'm I'm trying to find things, you know, like I, I like I said, I, I, I this could be absolutely nothing, but when I was on. Um, AV Club, and I was on I, IGN, or ING, I can't think of the, 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 the abbreviation right now. Um, on those sites, none of them mentioned this. This is my kind of Nucky's muddy footprint, okay? <laughs> At the beginning of the episode, Nucky offers him a cigarette. Yes. And he doesn't light it, right? So then you he comes up. looking too far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then they come up, and... What does he do? One, he's now lied about his age. Yes. Okay. And then Nucky go. He pulls out a cigarette, and Nucky's like, "I thought you didn't have any." Yeah. I think up till now, Nucky was gonna let him live. Yes. I actually think I think that when they were walking upstairs, I think Nucky's like, "You know what? I have a new driver." Spoiler alert for the next. Spoiler five alert <laughs> for the next five minutes. <laughs> I think at this point, Nucky is like, you know what? I'm going to let this guy live. And then when he pulls out that cigarette, I think at that point, Nucky's like, you know what? You lied about a fucking cigarette. I can't trust you. Yep. And so Nucky gives the the kid a cigarette. 
finds out he's he's 19 years old, he can legally drive, gives him a cigarette as you would somebody that's about to be executed. Right. Right? The last thing I want to smoke or whatever and the guy we hear a car coming in and we find out it's Eddie. Um Roland turns around to kind of look and we see a side of Nucky we haven't seen in a while. Yep. Nucky just caps this just dude in the back of the head. Him. Which, and to be honest, that's a that's a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I I honestly was not expecting that at all. Uh, d- neither was Daredevil. If it makes you feel yeah. better, <laughs> but and that's the thing. And that there's there's so many uh, there's so many layers and and kind of uh, levels to this this little scene right here because, like I was saying, uh, this I is the most powerful the thirty seconds in this entire episode. Right. And I, I thought he was going to be the driver. I thought he was in. Then he offers him the cigarette. And I'm like, maybe this is a peace offering. Maybe <laughs> this is his last cigarette. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Then Nucky wastes him. I'm like, well, uh, okay. <laughs> so he's out. But then, like you just said, it surprised Daredevil as well. And um, I... After Daredevil's reaction, because obviously he was like, I thought you were going to let him live. And Nucky, what does he say? He's like, why Why the fuck would you think that? No, he just says, uh, he goes, I thought you were going to let him let him live. And Nucky says, you won't make that mistake again. Yes, that. And at that point, I was like, holy shit. Has Nucky been like pulling this dude on a string this whole time just to make an example? Because... I I would not put that past Nucky anymore. This is the first time I've seen Daredevil scared. Yeah, I think since the show started. Yep. I have not seen Daredevil. Daredevil's done. Daredevil's been a part of some serious shit. Yeah. I think, on all honesty, I think this is the first time I have seen him actually scared because I think Daredevil saw this moment and was like, "I may die." Yeah. And I do not need to be fucking with this dude. I do not need to be fucking this dude's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Kate is good enough. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Like it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I, I just, I remember watching this and I'm just, it is huge. Like this yeah. is one of those other scenes that it just really stands out in my mind because I'm just like, fuck, this is n-, like Nucky have a, has a soft, now, granted he's 19 technically. Cause I think if Nucky really thought he was 16, I don't think Nucky would have done it. I don't think he no, may probably have not, but like I said, once he found out and the guy even said, and this is where fucking Roland fucked up when he even says, um, I thought you didn't have any cigarettes. And he goes, did I say that at, at that point? He got he too, got too ir- cocky, ta- got way too cocky. Yep. And that was where Nucky realized if you're going to lie about a cigarette, I can't trust you. Yep. And that was all he was. It, when you look at it that way, this sounds really weird. I'm trying to justify it. <laughs> when you look at it that way, it's really simple. He it's, lied about the cigarettes, okay? You don't yeah. fucking lie about the cigarettes. <laughs> it, it, it's something so small. He didn't have to lie about that. He could have, from the very beginning, it wasn't like it was life or death at that point. He could have been like, because that was the thing. He was like, I've never had a cigarette. I want to know what it's like. Right. Why did you have to go and say some stupid shit like yep. that? All right. This is the 1920s. I started smoking cigarettes when I was 15 yeah, years exactly. old. This guy's 19. <laughs> we all know you started smoking when you were probably five. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. That's what I don't understand. And and I guess that's a part of it. And that's where we realize who like, Nucky also is on this. We're like, oh, God, he knows way more than what we're even 
And it's scary. It's, this is a scary, yeah. scary fucking sight in Nucky. You do not fuck with Nucky. No. Not anymore, anyway. No. Maybe, maybe first season Nucky, but he, he's he's done. He's done trusting people. He's done giving people leeway. Yeah. Nucky gave this guy turkeys <laughs> at one point. <laughs> he even mentions that, and Nucky's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, that, it was it was nuts. I I was very very surprised. Oh my god! So, uh, how the ep- that's all I have. Uh, how the episode ends is we see one Eli is trying to stop this crew from going right through fucking Tabor Heights because fucking Mickey Doyle's Which dumbass. I, I wanted to bring up and I, I didn't want to interrupt the, the Nucky storyline to bring this up, but we were talking about the meeting that um, both, not both, but Nucky, Daredevil, Eli was there and uh, Doyle. Yes. They were all in this meeting about what was going to happen, where they were going to run these, you know, crates of liquor. Right. Nucky specifically tells Doyle, don't go through Tabor Heights. Take back roads. That's where they leave off right. there. I feel like this is the first really, really stupid decision that Doyle makes. Oh, absolutely. And I even said that like when we were watching this. I was like, holy shit, this is the first real dumb fucking decision Doyle has made. Because I'm not the one doing the deliveries. Yeah, and, he- we, and we've said it before. Like Doyle, he acts stupid, but he's fucking genius. This decision that he made to force them to go through Tabor Heights, Doy, you're a fucking moron. What oh, absolutely. are you no, doing? Absolutely. And Eli is the only person that knew that this was a dumb fucking decision. Don't do this. And he told Doyle this like three times throughout the episode. Don't go through Tabor Heights. Nucky said, don't do it. Nucky said, don't go through Tabor Heights. And he did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and... All of them got murdered. Yeah. I mean, uh, Eli had the foresight, and uh, that's why I said at the beginning of the epi- uh, this episode, our episode, that this was kind of a, uh, a comeback story. I think Eli is proving himself now. He, yes. He absolutely knew that this was going to be a setup. He, in fact, even went to Tabor Heights before they went through just yeah. to ch- scope shit out. Who would do that? Like who well, else on he, his crew? Would Eli have done has that? been a corrupted cop before. Exactly, he knows, and he exactly knows what a corrupted cop think. is, and he knows that this fucker is a corrupted yeah. cop. So he had the foresight to go check out the shit, and he saw, like, here's Jip, here's the cops, they're shaking hands. Shit, this is a this is a fucking bust right yeah. here. And so, um, yeah, Eli does what he. I don't know. It's hard to trust Eli, obviously, um, given his history. I mean, he did try to have Nucky murdered. So. (laughs) Right. No, no, you're right. It's hard to trust Eli. But at the moment, he's the only one making sense. He's the only one actually looking out for the business. Yes. So this is kind of Eli's uh, hero arc here. He's coming back. He's trying to do good. Um and yeah, he he goes and tries to stop the caravan from going through, um, but these idiots were told don't stop for anyone by the idiot Doyle. <laughs> oh God! And so they drive right past him when he's trying to stop him from going in. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to um, it's hard to sympathize with uh, with the crew there with Doyle's crew. 
They were idiots. They were the yeah. only. They were the only people dumber than Doyle at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because even like the little, and and I know you're saying the guy's probably a kid, the little redhead guy. They get to yeah, do it. Yeah. But even he's like, no, he's like, Doyle said not to stop for anybody. Fuck this guy. And it's like, you're yeah. a fucking idiot, dude. Yep. Like, why would why would Eli be out there trying to get y'all to stop for nothing else? Like, but uh, uh, he is an idiot. But but it's the same kid. Who heard Doyle tell um, somebody that he's the one that killed Jimmy? Right, and then he so, goes and tells uh, 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 Richard, Richard about it. Yeah, yeah, and so this kid is obviously just like he's just a fucking kid. He's he easily is. manipulated, obviously. So I, I can't blame the kid too much. Um, I, like I said, this is the first really stupid fucking mistake that Doyle has made. Yes. No, I agree. I I agree a, a thousand percent. I can't agree more on that. And it's and it's costing not just a bunch of guys lives, but it's costing a shit ton in booze. It, it's not even just just a ton of booze. It's costing fucking Rothstein's booze. Yes. <laughs> you don't. We already know you don't fuck with Rothstein's booze shipments. I we would rather. That. And I, in all honesty, I would rather fuck with Nucky's booze. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would. Rothstein's I'm definitely not fucking yeah. with. So obviously and, he's not going to be happy. No. <laughs> And and I and, and and the thing is is now who's going to become blamed for this because Rossin is going to be blaming Nucky. Yep. Because Nucky was we, we couldn't find Nucky for twenty four hours. Right. And then Mickey Doyle's he made a decision. It's a bad decision. Right. But at the same time, Mickey Doyle was making a decision to go forward. So it's kind of like, can you exactly blame Mickey for it? Right. I don't know. You know, like there's a whole lot of if ands or what's in this situation. I don't and, know. I feel like it. It should have been him. I feel like it should have. Uh, I feel like um, I feel like Eli's opinion, because, I mean, after all of this happens, Eli goes to the boardwalk and he's waiting for right. Nucky at the Ritz uh, on the boardwalk to talk to him. So at that point, we can kind of assume that Eli is obviously going to fill Nucky in on the fact that, you know, Doyle ignored his pleas. To not go through Tabor Heights. Oh, 100%. That, that was Nucky's explicit instruction to not go through Tabor Heights. So, I don't know. I feel like the blame is going to fall on uh, fucking Doyle at the moment. I don't know who else. I mean, that's but that's the thing is that Doyle is so good at fucking slithering his way out of trouble that but I don't know. They, my thing is, is in who are they going to blame it on? I don't think exactly. that they're going to. I don't think. I don't think they're going to fully blame it on. On Doyle, that's the thing. It's going to be Probably somebody else, not. and I think that oh, Jip's the best person to be able to talk to, or the best person to be able to blame it on. Not necessarily talk to. That's the wrong right. Word. But well, to blame I mean, it yeah, on him. He's the one. Yeah, he's the one fucking ripping everything off. So, so yeah, Jip is Jip is public enemy number one at this point. But Jip doesn't give a shit either, right? And he definitely doesn't give a shit about Rossine or Nucky getting mad no, at him. No. <laughs> because he's got liquor for somebody, whether yep. it be himself or somebody else. So yep. it'll be interesting to see now what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, lot of, a lot of high attention. Yes. And like you said, this is only episode four. We're only a quarter of the way or a third of the way through this right. season at this point. So we're not even half, which is I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> 
any I that's all I have actually for this episode. Did you have anything else? Um No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. Okay. Uh that's yeah, I'm looking through my notes. I don't have don't have anything else, so with that being said, um I guess so far, where is this? So you've already even said it. this is your favorite episode so far this season. Yes. Yeah. For third season, this has been the, uh, like I said, we've gotten more, um, more action, more surprises, more information for most of the storylines in this one episode than we have in the previous three. So I, I, I like this one. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, that's all that I have. If we don't have anything else, then... We're going to go ahead and close out, and next week, uh, our next episode is going to be You'd Be Surprised, so hopefully it's a surprise. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) I couldn't get his laugh in at any other... I'd be so disappointed if there's no surprises. (laughs) I really don't know if there is a surprise, so I really hope there is. Um, (laughs) So that's all I have, and until next week... um, be doing a little bit of chin wagging then, all right?